from the performance that we had against Burnley and especially Manchester City. Oh, how wrong was I? How naive and young was I? I don't know, will it be 10 minutes? I don't know, will it be 30 minutes? I don't know if it'll be a whole fucking hour. But I can tell you that all my notes, and it's like what? 1, 2, 3, 4, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10, 11, 12. 12 lines. It's all in cap. It's just, holy fuck, what is this disgrace? And, uh, you know, when I was watching the game, I was screaming on top of my lungs. I was, I was so annoyed. I was so pissed because we were creating kind of something, but mostly we were not. We were just going further, trying to create something, but we couldn't do anything in the final third, it seems like. But you know, it was yesterday, today I woke up, and I don't feel so annoyed, I don't feel so pissed. Actually, I'm feeling pretty good, you know, and of course I'm fucking lying! You need to be a full-on retard to believe this shit! Uh, so yeah, warning! I'm probably gonna scream a lot. I thought that SmackDown review was gonna be the most hate that I'm gonna pour into my reviewer for at least a couple months, maybe. But <laughs> oh, Liverpool here. Comedy Club of C! Coming back from 2016. Oh god. Oh no. Frog Gang. Frog Gang in the building. Oh, I know what you people want. You want to see me rage. You want to see me scream. I will give this to you. Probably. Because... What the fuck did I witness? Why? Why is this happening again? Why did we start good for the second match in a row? First half going right as we planned. And after the first goal, it seems like it's gonna be the game that... We were born to play, because it's gonna be the same game against Arsenal that we had like 5-1 or whatever, when yes, we might do something sloppy, but after we score the first goal, you know, oh, we're gonna score like two or three more with ease, because it's Arsenal, we all know that their defense is comical, we all knew it's gonna be an easy game, unless, Something I said to my friends, they're gonna do the Tottenham, uh, Tottenham mentality, and it doesn't matter, we lost the big game, we need to redeem ourselves, here comes another big game, yes we have game against Manchester City on Sunday or Saturday, you know, it doesn't fucking matter, go out here and prove them that you can fight, redeem yourself, show a good performance, but not too good in attack because you're gonna defend a lot. It was obvious it's gonna go like this. And you know what? It was pretty much fine until first goal came in, you know. It was fine. We were creating chances. Again, we were not scoring them, but we were creating. Go from Mane after this great combination from Bobby to Robert to Mane and goal. But then... Then we saw another part of Liverpool, lazy, 
the one that fed up, the one that, you know, we won the league. Nobody can take this away from us. And that's true. But what the fuck are you doing there then? Just tell Klopp, you know, boss, I think I had enough for this season. I'm gonna get my medal. I know it's a little bit of a prickish move. I know it's a little bit of a disturbing and disgusting move from me. But I don't want to play anymore. Let me come back next season. And of course, there would be only one player that would say, Go fuck yourself, mate. We're gonna sell you and we're gonna buy a replacement for you if you're fed up. But the problem is, after performance against City, we all said, Okay, they're still drunk. They're gonna redeem themselves. You know, they're gonna come back, hopefully stronger with this, Oh, we need to prove them wrong. Did this happen? I mean, we beat Brighton 3-1, we're still considered, we still were a little bit fumbling in defense, and when we lose the ball, we lose our mentality, it so goes away. You know, we had 2-0 against Aston Villa, awful first half, second half of C are coming back, the typical Liverpool throughout all this season. But then we had matches like Burnley. Where we had first good half, in a second we created a couple of chances, but we didn't look like we cared at all. We looked like we were about to go on vacation once again. And of course, City game that I already talked about. We have now Arsenal. Arsenal! So many fans were saying, oh, they're rubbish, their defense is rubbish, their midfield is okay, their attack is something we need to be, you know, kinda afraid of, but we have a great defense, we're gonna smash them! I was the one kinda defending Arsenal, because I like Arsenal fans, I like sometimes watching and, if not support, but sympathize with Arsenal, because, you know, they're doing something, they're trying to progress after 20 years of Arsene Wenger, you know, and 5 or 7 less years of complete degradation, you know. It's, it's something that kind of intrigues me, whether they can achieve something in the near future with this board, or rather, they're gonna again let go of this coach, bring in someone else and hope for the change. But the problem is, I defended them, I said they were much better against Tottenham and I really wanted to make a review about this game as I really wanted to make a review against Burnley saying oh it was disappointing. But then this game comes around and I'm, oh, I cannot miss this opportunity to scream and shout and let it all out. Yes, we all know that Arsenal's defense is a fucking circus, it's fucking comedy FC, it's all jokes. But they can play solid games. And we all knew that we're not gonna have the same front three. Front three? No. Actually, we didn't have the same front three against us because Aubameyang, the main fucking goal scorer, was on the bench. They say, we don't give a shit, we're gonna play fucking kids here. We're gonna play kids against you. We don't give a shit, we're still one! Oh my god, of course it's luck, but still. They didn't have the same uh, defensive uh, defense. They had Holding, and they have Tierney, and David Luiz in the center backs, and uh, Suarez with Saka, 
as the wingbacks who run around and try to create something, but mostly this match they were trying to defend themselves. And it was obvious because who gonna go and try to attack Liverpool? If you're gonna try and do this, you're a fucking idiot! Or you Manchester City who is capable of doing this. Arsenal knows that they're not capable of doing this. They need to do this three at the back because their players are not good enough to play like Arteta wants to play and they need to do this. <sighs> but it's not all about Arsenal. Oh no, 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 no. It's all about one team. One great side. They decided to be a joke this time. So allow me to be a raging motherfucker who's just gonna shit on everyone, at least for one game. Because I was disappointing, maybe not with the results in a couple of games, but certainly with the performance of certain players. But I was like, okay, there was no embarrassing as, you know, City game. There was no... Awful, awful performance, maybe from one player, and, you know, whatever, okay, I'm gonna let it slide. But today, oh no, you're not getting away from me. I'm gonna fucking destroy you, or destroy my lungs, because I'm gonna fucking be voiceless after this podcast. Oh, you know, first thing that I know it is that... Why, again, so many sloppy passes? Why the fuck Robertson can do something incredible, like, again, making assist or doing some shitty crosses from corners? But why, again, third match since the restart, he's missing two-yard passes? The mate, he's, like, two meters in front of you. How are you fucking up the pass? How? Okay, I'm gonna let it slide. Maybe he was a little bit nervous. It's Emirates with empty fucking crowd. Of course you're gonna be nervous. But it's, it wasn't only Robo. Quite a few players were like, uh, uh, we're not sure. Should we do this? Ah, oh, oh, my pass wasn't correct. Ah, oh, shit. We gave the ball away. What is going on? I mean, <sighs> okay, we make the first goal. We're in control. Yes, we're getting, giving them the ball, but they don't seem capable of creating proper chances, you know. They did some chances, but they were offside, but that's about it. But then we lost the ball once again, once again, like not for long, but it, it kind of worries me because every time that we're losing the ball, it seems like we're kind of, I don't know, not throwing the game away because it's not true, but we're kind of lazy when it comes to coming back. And it was obvious with Fabinho because he can make an incredible tackle, you know, slide in or tackle the opponent, get the ball with ease and make a great pass. But in the same moment, when the ball going to get taken away from him, he will be a little bit lazy, he doesn't want to come back, he doesn't want to show his passion. And of course, you might say, oh, we want the league. Shut the fuck up! This is not the excuse that I want to hear right now. This is not the excuse that you need to say. Because you know what? 
Quite frankly, Robertson said himself, oh, we need to go to the Arsenal, to the Emirates, and prove them, show them that we are the better team, that we are the champions. Shut the fuck up with this performance. I know you tried. I know individual mistakes ruin you. But, mate, you were the only one, okay, Maybe three more players, including you, maybe, were alright and kinda good this time. But you had awful, awful run of form for like two or three matches. Don't, don't fucking start on this shit. First goal. Oh my goodness gracious me, I was fucking screaming, I was... I was laughing about this because it was still like, I'm sure that we're gonna score another goal. But I was worried because I know we'll form our front three, Ed, and it's it, it, it's scary because at the bench we don't have anyone who's capable of changing the game. And we're gonna talk about this a little bit later. But what do we have? Van Dyke, Virgil, big Verge, making a stupid mistake trying to say that, oh, Somebody, you know, pushed me or whatever. What's going on? I said to all my friends who were watching the game with me, What is this? Did David Luiz give some lessons to fucking Virgil? What is going on? What are you doing, Virgil? Come on. You can be better. And, you know, it was so shitty like that we did this. Because it straight away reminded me of a previous game that I defended. Arsenal said if not the individual mistake and not that stupid corner, they would have won. Not with this, but it would have been the game that they dominated and they were all over Tottenham. What do we have here? Stupid mistake, one stupid mistake, twice, we're losing to fucking Arsenal. You know, Arsenal fans said, oh, you know how to play against Arsenal. Just wait a little bit, give them the chance, and they will fuck up. If you're a good, uh, good side, you will be able to capitalize on this and score. And we nearly did this when Martinez, you know, got a little bit cocky, decided to hold the ball for a little bit, throw it out, and Bobby, Bobby puts his leg out and hits the post. Good moment. I was like, oh yes, this is my Bobby. And since that, he, he hadn't shot on target, like... Bobby and shooting, I was saying this before, but this season, Bobby and shooting... They, they are fucking enemies. They just like, oh no, I don't want to see this motherfucker. I'm gonna go and talk with Jamie Vardy, with Aubameyang. You, you, you go talk with the assists and, you know, just being a glue to our front three and midfield. And it's very much incredible, and I know I... Because... You know, Bobby is one of the best players, kinda, today. Kinda. I wouldn't say that he was the best. If you can actually say that there was anyone who was, like, proper best, but... He wasn't bad. Like some other people. You know? And, um... Yes, he's incredible what he's doing, and I understand that even Klopp protects him, saying that... I'm not worried that he's not scoring. Yes, it's a little bit... Meh, but whatever. And I understand this, but it would be incredible if he would score. Then 
you know, our Bobby that can score no-look goals right, left and center, especially against Arsenal. But he didn't score and he didn't show up like a striker at this games after lockdown. He was incredible what he's doing, you know, and this is creating chances and giving assists or passes that can be so sharp that they're gonna destroy the defense, you know, just one line and the ball is already one-on-one -on -one with the Mo and goalkeeper, whatever. But still, it's it's a shame that he's so poor this season in terms of being a striker. And that's exactly why we need someone on the bench who's gonna be capable of going and fucking changing the game, but no! No! Second goal? Second goal, <laughs> talking about goalkeepers being a little bit cocky, we all know that Allison already made in his first season this mistake when he tried to be cocky, tried to do some sort of Brazilian magic, you know, step over the ball and gave away Vartigo or whatever, pretty sure it was against Leicester that time, since that, you know, he's barely made any mistakes. But here, Van Dijk and Allison making mistake in the same game. How? If Martinez, you know, I've seen, I don't remember, Redman TV or someone saying, Oh look, when uh, Martinez made a mistake and Arsenal fans were screaming that he was real, real good this season after the lockdown, after well, Lena's injury, he made this mistake, they got shut down for a second, but then they continue praising him. And, you know, when we made a mistake, when Allison made a mistake, everybody fucking jumped on him. And I was like, yeah, it depends on how you're gonna tell the story, but the problem is... Martinez been real good, but the problem is, he's the second choice. And he's been real good, maybe better than Lena in some games, you know. But the problem is, how I said, he's the second goalkeeper. And if you're gonna make mistake, they cannot do shit about it because they cannot change him. They only have him now. If he's gonna get injured, they are fucked. If he's gonna make a mistake, well, they are fucked because who are we gonna bring? Some 16-year-old kid? No, no, no. It's like the only thing that they can do. But Allison is a world-class goalkeeper who is doubtably the best goalkeeper in the world. Last season, he without a doubt was the best goalkeeper, but this season, Jan Oblak probably, probably is the best goalkeeper this season for me personally. But yeah, Allison got a little bit cocky, you know, throw the ball away. The team, the Arsenal just picked the ball up. And again, the same fucking... Oh, I just can't. I can't be bothered describing this goal. It makes me sick. What gave away to whom? To Nelson? Uh, or whatever the, the kid's name. Oh, I can't even remember his name because... Fuck this goal! Because it was his first goal in the Premier League and we just gave it away. It's fucking Christmas in July, right? We are... We are Liverpool, we are the champions, we're gonna give you some points. Here you go, here you go, a little boy. You're gonna have your first goal, it's gonna be on Emirates, you know, in Emirates against the biggest club in the world right now, the biggest club in England. 
enjoy two goals from two mistakes and when i checked the fucking stats after the first half oh my bloody god two shots two shots on target two goals from arsenal oh i i i fucking hated it because the next time I saw any stats about this match was during, like, what, 70th minute? And I've seen that they had zero shots, zero chances created, zero shots being taken. And we had, what, 7 or 17? <sighs> this is just fucking pisses me off. Because some will say, oh, that's because... We were the better team, yes, and that, you know, we dominated, not only that, but we created some very good chances, it was just unlucky. I would agree, if that would be the only game that has happened. But no! It's fucking since lockdown ended, we had a great game against Palace, where it was incredible, and I talked about how Minamina was off that game, but I really liked seeing this, because... It showed how important Bobby was. But this time, this since that, we were fucking terrible. Yeah, we're creating a lot of chances, but in the second half, we barely created any proper chances. They would be like, oh, here it comes. It's gonna be a goal. Oh, what a great save from Marginus, you know. Oh, what a great defending from Arsenal's defense. No, it was like, oh, here it is. Oh, we're crossing once again, and everybody in the box is like, what, 159, 167? Incredible decision making. Yeah. Oh. You know, I decided to check some posts on Instagram, on Twitter, like a fucking idiot that I am. What do I see? Oh, look! It happened after the Arsenal game. You know what? These people who hate Mo can look at the stats. Yes, he has incredible statistics. Yes, he had like, what, 104 appearance, 70 goals and something like 20 assists. Ridiculous stats, breaking the records for one goal in a season. I know! But he has a lot of off games and when he does have this off game, I will talk about this and I will say, well look, he had a bad game, he was pretty shit, he was pretty rubbish, I'm not saying sell him, he's not good enough, no, I'm saying he had a bad game, and it happens quite a few times in, in one season, so it's quite concerning, because we're not willing to buy anyone, so of course I'm gonna talk about him being not good enough, but oh, not only they try to defend, but they also attack people who criticize it even slightly more and said, I try not care about this agenda, after fucking agenda against Mo because he's such an incredible player. Oh, don't get me fucking started on this shit. He's such a great player. Yes, he is. He's an incredible player that had a great, impressive, best season in his career. All players in the Premier League were fucking... would love to have this season. They were jealous because he broke the record for most goals in one season. Since that, I said he's not gonna get 
past 25 goals in the Premier League or 20. No, I said it would be a blast and he will score up 20 plus goals a couple seasons in a row. You know, because it's a great statistic. You're never going to get another 30 plus, but 20 plus? Oh, that would be great. And that's exactly what he did. Last season, he more and uh, Aubameyang with 28 goals, I want to say. Maybe 29. Very impressive, you know, statistic. Maybe 27, actually. But anyway, very impressive. I was shocked that he's still capable of doing this. Even though he had, again, some off games. People start jumping on him, saying one season wonder. And that's exactly when his mentality probably dropped. But when we really needed him against, like, Napoli or whatever, he actually showed up. And that was great, sure. This season, he had some off games too. And, of course, the scandal with all money and more. Money being so dumb with the fact that more doesn't want to pass to him. But then they easily, you know, kind of said, okay, fuck it. Let's just be better since then. And it kind of worked. But kind of because of this, they became a little bit scared of taking the shots by themselves. So it's another different fucking story. But fucking agenda, I what are you on about? You're fucking racist. Yeah, I know that there are some people that are gonna jump on more, even if you're gonna have to have a great game, but he's gonna make one bad touch. Sure, this isn't fucking. They're not Liverpool supporters. They just. You know, stands are gonna be like, oh, he's not the best player in the world. They fucking marks. Don't give a shit about them. Don't reply to them. If you're gonna see fair criticism, that's a different thing. But fucking agenda. Don't don't fucking make me laugh. <sighs> yeah, I'm looking at my my notes and they are going down very fast because there are, there are just some uh, text about some moments that happened like robot 70th man when he fucked up on pass or short whatever yeah just whatever I'm not even gonna focus about this what I'm gonna focus about was our bench oh because the next thing that I have is it's Jordan Shakiri. Oh my fucking god, he actually gonna play some minute. What a fucking joke. We knew he's gonna leave. It's not official because we don't know if anybody gonna fucking want to get him. But it's obvious that he's not gonna stay and we're willing to let him go. And we bought Minamino. And instead of playing Shakiri, he's gonna leave. Let's play the player who's actually gonna stay there and gonna have some roof to improve. Right? Right. But this time, we're bringing on Shakir instead of Harvey Elliott. I would say that was a mistake, because I didn't even say Shakiri. He got completely screwed. And not by anyone, but, but, but by himself. And that's exactly what showed to me that I was right all along. Yes, it was his first game after injuries, after not being trusted by Klopp, after all of this nonsense, but... Since he showed up, not only at uh, this game, you know, not only did he barely touch the ball, but he was always running somewhere closer to the center, you know, center of the fucking half of the fucking field. Like, what are you doing down there? 
I remember saying the same stuff against City when he came out as the last sub or whatever and we really needed this attacking force and he was just crossing or passing afraid to do some sort of move and letting Genie or Fabinho do this. He wasn't confident enough and he wasn't an attack. He was again, once fucking again, in the middle of a fucking pitch. Oh, it's actually painful right now to scream. Oh, my fucking throat. Excuse me for a moment. Oh my god. <clears throat> so, it showed us that we are fucking desperate this time. We are desperate and I found out after the game that because we let uh, Shakiri play instead of Harvey, Harvey will not get the golden medal for winning Premier League. And of course it's not like it's the biggest tragedy in the world because of course he didn't start a lot of games, he didn't play five games or whatever, that's why he's not gonna get the medal. But since the lockdown and even before he was real good like he showed that he is capable not now but in the future being a very very dangerous player and a very big help for liverpool and it's unfortunate that he's not gonna get the medal even though we had no real help from shock when he came out, we had no fucking help from Origi who came out. And of course, you know my position about him that, oh, I think he's not good enough. But for fuck's sake, when he tries to do his fucking overstep once again, hitting the player once again, losing the ball, somehow getting the ball, again fucking loses the ball and gives it away. Oh my god, he had like zero fucking accuracy, had some zero fucking passing, and all the passing that are actually good were pretty much those pussy pass when you're like, oh, here you go, you were two meters away, so please do something yourself. Oh, when I was talking about our transfer policy, that we need to make some signing, especially at the attack, and one more player in defense, midfield kinda dodgy because we have Jones. But this game showed that we do need player in attack, maybe in defense, and maybe in midfield, because we had zero fucking creativity in midfield. And you know why? Because I don't believe I'm gonna say this, but Klopp fucked up a little bit? I don't want to judge Klopp because he's my favorite coach. He's the one who introduced me to football and to Liverpool in a way. But uh, picking Ox instead of Cater was the biggest mistake in this match, I would say. Because I was quite surprised that he decided to go for Ox. And he explained that it's gonna be easier to break this five defenders with uh, someone like Oxley Chamberlain rather with someone like Keita. Yes, Keita was great, but Kate, uh, but Ox just more dynamic. You know, he has this something to break this five defenders. And I thought to myself, ah, may maybe, but I would rather see someone who actually I don't. I don't want to say deserved it because yeah, Keita was real good after the lockdown, but Ox was 
pretty average, and yeah, let's put it like it is, Keita deserved it more. He deserved to start this game, he would have some sort of creativity, even though when I, he came out on the last, like, what, 20 minutes, he did brought us forward, but we would go forward anyway because we were losing 2-1 against Arsenal, and we need to get this record we need to get this record from Manchester City to get 100 plus points. And I would say this should be their second motivation because the first one should be, oh shit, we are the champions, we fucked up twice, we let them score twice when they had two fucking shots. Maybe, just fucking maybe, let's try to break their defense and fucking win the game. But no. Only when Keita came in, we went forward and I wouldn't say that he was exactly this creative midfielder. He certainly was trying to do something. He was trying to give the sharp and dangerous passes, but it's not creative midfielder that we need. That's why I argued with some of Liverpool fans a little bit, and they agreed with me later on that... He's not as Coutinho, not even as Lalana sometimes, uh, f even during this season once or twice, he was exactly this creative midfielder that actually helped us out to go forward and actually create something dangerous. We need this type of player because I said it in the, I don't know for how long, for a couple of months without a doubt I've been saying that some teams know how to play against us. It's the fact that they just don't have enough physique to do this. But it means that once or twice they're gonna be able to snitch some points. Once or twice maybe they're gonna be able to beat us. Once or twice we're gonna be like, oh how the fuck we, not, we didn't beat, I don't wanna say like the name of the team, but Something like Brighton, for example, or more realistically, Aston Villa, if they're going to stay up, or Sheffield United, or Wolves, that's always tough to play against. There's going to be even lower teams like Burnley again who are going to snitch the lack and say, ah, we're going to get this point, maybe even three, if we're very, very, very lucky, but you get the point. Teams this season knew how to play against us. The only thing that stopped us from losing or giving away the points was motivation to get this fucking championship and bring it home after 30 years and the fact that we had a better physique than any other team. The problem is, next season, if we're not going to make any signings, I say we're going to be in trouble because it's going to be a very competitive season. Chelsea looking stronger, of course, after I said this, they fuck up and played 3-0 to fucking Sheffield. Great side, and I praised them a lot this season, but come on, come on, get a defender. Whenever I praise Manchester United, just a little bit, because, you know, I don't want to praise United fans and United a lot, they decided to fuck up and play 2-2 with Southampton. Good side. I praised them quite a few times this season too. Arsenal 2-1 against Tottenham. You get the fucking point. The only team that I didn't praise was Tottenham. They fucking snitched three points against Arsenal and against uh, Newcastle. Newcastle, yeah. Fucking incredible. But you see the point. If we're not going to make any signings, we're going to be in trouble. 
And then they started getting on me, saying, No, we have a great bench. You're like, really? Lovern, Adrian, Minamino, Keita, Ox, Shakiri, Origi, Elliot. Okay, let's put it like this. Maybe Curtis Jones, because we're going to be able to make five subs next season again. <clears throat> sure, some of these players are quality. You know, young or passionate, quality. Great. You have Lover, who we all been desperate to sell for like what three years, four years. That's 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 quite a long time, you know. Origi, I'm saying not good enough. Everybody jumps on me, but then again, you see that this season he was poor. He had two great games against Arsenal and Everton, but only one of them actually mattered. And you need to choose for yourself. It's either. Be demolish Everton in the Premier League or go further in a cup, you know? Both of them were quite big for Riggy, but against Everton, I would say we would have done job anyway. Plus, we played the kids a little bit, you know? Even Shakiri scored, I'm pretty sure, this game. So, if Shakiri scores against you, you know, you, you, you are fucking rubbish. And actually, some players, speaking of Shakiri, Trying to tell me, no, he was class, he was real good, he can't be proud of his time in Liverpool. He can be, but he was good, he was great. What are you fucking on about? I'm not saying he was complete fucking rubbish, no. But he didn't understand the philosophy. And that's quite concerning because right now we're seeing the same thing from Minamino. Only a little bit better, in a way. He doesn't score, but at least he knows where he needs to play from time to time. But again, it's before the panic comes in. When panic comes in, like we've seen today, or last night, and against City, and against other teams, I don't really see Minamina as, you know, the one who's going to be capable of doing the things right, because obviously it's his first six months in the club, and he's nervous, but still, he, he sometimes, somebody said, he's like a headless chicken, and I, I'm... I don't want to jump on him because I understand that it's his first season. But it's true, he doesn't understand so far the philosophy. He tries to play like Firmino in some matches, like I said, against Crystal Palace. He actually tries to copy his style, you know, backhill passes or something else. Or try to adjust his, adjust his style to his style. But it doesn't work out and he needs time. And I understand this, but again, if you will not understand the philosophy... We're gonna have to sell him. And maybe we're gonna have some sort of profit because he's the Premier League winner. He's gonna be in the Champions League next season once again. Not only like with Salzburg, but now with Liverpool. But still, I hope he will understand the system. I hope he will be capable of evolving and becoming a better player. Because if not, oh, it's just a shame. He's gonna be another shock who didn't understand the philosophy who, you know, a lot of people praise him for this match against Barcelona, but he was terrible apart from one assist. And we're always going to be grateful for that assist, but he was bad in this game. You need to look, you know, it's been a year since that game, and it still warms my heart remembering about it, but you need to admit he was poor apart from this assist. I was the first defensing of, you know, our boy Shock. But Big Shock was poor, and throughout this season, he was poor. He barely even played. So what quality do we have in attack? 
the person who doesn't understand the system and yet to find out will he be able to fit in this livable squad the player who didn't understand the system who will get sold the player who is willing to be on the bench and a lot of fucking idiots talked to me and said well who's gonna be top class and wants to play in a bench for Liverpool at the same time they're saying oh everyone wants to play for Liverpool but then they contradict themselves saying nobody wants to sit on the bench if everybody fucking wants to play for Liverpool they should come with the mentality I'm gonna push more you know for me and money whoever I'm playing on position I want to push them to the limit I want to push myself to the limit and prove to more or whatever whoever you're not actually a first 11 player. I am. Or whoever comes out most of the times, for example, Nabi or let's say Origi, you know, he's going to be like, you're going to fuck up. You're going to not score. You're not going to make an assist. And you're going to make the shitty overstep once again and you're going to fail. Next game, I'm going to come in. I'm going to score twice in five minutes. I want to show them that I'm the best player that you got i want to play and i will prove that i'm capable of doing this this is the mentality that we need and if you want to tell me there's no player like this you're a fucking idiot because every player will be if he's quality he want to have this mentality he will have this mentality it's the factor will klopp let them have a chance that's a different question but with Werner. Klopp wanted Werner because he knew he's going to be able to score goals. He's going to be able to be plan B or maybe plan A if we need to adjust the system and play with front four with Firmino, Moore, Mane and Werner. He knew that even if he's going to be on the bench, he maybe will complain a little bit. But because he's gonna push Origi to the fucking moon, he will say, I'm the best bench player you ever got. I'm the best pl player maybe right now in the third... Oh, Germany? No, because they have Gnabry, but whatever. You know, he will be able to say this and he will be able to push maybe even someone from front 11, from front 11, from front 3. Or how I said, will play a lot of games with four, uh, four attacking players. Who knows? We know it's not gonna happen because Vernon Chelsea. Now, according to reports, according to reports, oh, I'm getting carried away. Um, we're not planning on signing anyone. Of course, it might change. Somebody's saying we're planning to sign a lot around three, two players. This is exactly how many players we pretty much need. But. Another reporter is saying because, you know, we messed up a Werner because of coronavirus, you know, FSG doesn't really want to spend money. They want to look, they want to check, and that's fine, but the problem is the players that we need might get stole, you know, from just from our nose to Chelsea, to Real Madrid, wherever. And if Klopp wants to to have a player who scores around like what fifty million uh, pounds, you need to say yes, please, because Klopp has around four years left. Then he will take a rest for one year, how he said, and I'll expect him to go and go Germany, like 
Everybody wants to see this happen. It doesn't matter are you a fan of Liverpool, it doesn't matter are you a fan of German national team, it doesn't matter do you live in Germany, were you born in Germany. You want to see this because you know it's gonna be fire. Oh, Klopp with Gnabry, Werner, oh my god, oh, it's gonna be incredible. Kai Havertz, oh, that's his dream. And he's gonna be able to bring some youngsters to the team because, you know, they already tried to do this after World Cup. They dropped every single, like, player apart from nowhere who was over the certain age and they said, we're gonna believe in our youth. And they're going to be capable of doing so many things because if club going to come in in like four years uh, to the national team, those youngsters are going to grow up. They're going to be even more established stars than they are now. And they're going to have another youngsters who's going to be maybe even more impressive. Maybe. Maybe not. But you know, you get the point. So you need to say... Yes, please, because I'm more than sure Klopp knows what he's doing. He knows that certain players don't have long term in them, you know. They're already old enough or they already get into their peak and after a certain time they're gonna fall over. So maybe he expected Werner to be our, you know, starting 11 player in a two years time when somebody from our front three either gonna leave, either gonna be, you know, not as good as he was. We don't know, maybe he just wanted to play with him and he thought that he would be incredible. But it's no denying that we need to buy someone because we're gonna sell some players, probably around three to four. Depends rather will Adrian get sold because the reports were saying a couple months ago that he is willing to say goodbye to Liverpool after one year. Another contradicted this and said that no, he's very happy being here. But we know that Lallana will go for free. We know that Lovren is maybe going to Zenit, maybe going to other clubs. We know for a fact that Shakiri was benched for six months, not only because of his injuries, but also because he might be going to get sold. So, uh... You need to decide for yourself, but we don't need to spend like 200 million on Mbappe, then 180 on, you know, Kai Havertz and somebody else in midfield, only of them. No, we need to buy quality players who are willing to push someone from the starting 11. And for this, you need around 180 million, maybe a little bit more. And I know that's a lot of money, but when they're telling me they don't have money, I'm not saying FSG out or FSG bad, but I'm saying you need to change your mentality. I know COVID-19, I know, but you need to make sure that you're going to tell this player, wait a little bit, you know we are interested in you. Klopp is interested in you, but let us just see how this coronavirus world will go in and we will make our decision in a month or so. If you're ready to take this, please take this. If no, maybe we're gonna go right now and purchase you, but we just wanna, wanna see how it's gonna turn out. Because if you wanna fucking tell Klopp who's make the average side of fucking Champions League winners and then the Premier League winners that, ah, oh, we don't have enough money. He will get sick of this and he'll say, come on, guys. I know that I turn in shit into diamond, but come on. Please. I cannot improve 
the team only with youngsters right now they can only achieve a certain amount of playtime and a certain a certain level because they still need to grow they're still very young with so much potential but this potential might backfire us i said that we you know if we would let uh Harvelia play instead of shikiri we didn't see a lot of difference, but it would be a lot of pressure towards Harvey, and I understand why we didn't let him play, because who knows how fans would have reacted, because you see how I'm reacting right now. Maybe I would shit on Harvey if he would make a couple of mistakes, because he's too nervous in his first big game against Big Club, and when we are losing. But we still need to get this, that youngsters are great, and when fans say, we have a great youth, yes we do. But it doesn't mean that we don't need other players. Because we do. There are a couple more notes. I thought one was pretty funny for me. Uh, because there's no aggression on the pitch. Oh wait, yes, there's no aggression on the pitch. But there is aggression and it's coming from me towards my fucking screen. That was a pretty good line. I'm, I'm ashamed that I didn't really use it. And I said that there was no more creativity, and Ox, Genie, Arigi, Shag, Salah, even Bobby, kinda. I said, well, trash. Well, look at this. Yesterday, I thought even Bobby was trash. Right now, I'm saying that he was maybe one of the better players. I'm not gonna give any ratings. I'm not gonna give going details about anything more. I think this 15 minutes, Jesus Christ, were enough so you can understand my position and understand my pain because of what happened last night. Yeah, I'm pretty sure I'm going to report once again after the Chelsea game so you can expect me being happy uh, because we're going to leave the trophy. It's going to be a very touching moment. I'm maybe going to a little bit cry, but... uh. But probably I'm also going to be a little bit angry, maybe a lot more angry, and even not going to care that much about us winning the Premier League and finally lifting the trophy, because we're probably going to lose to Chelsea. Even though this should motivate us more than anything else. We not only fucked up twice with Burnley and Aston Villa, oh, with Arsenal, Aston Villa, whatever, and... Uh, we now have to play against Chelsea, who are going to be motivated because they need to get to top four. But also, we're going to be motivated because at this game, we're going to lift the trophy. So this should be our main motivation. Lift the trophy and let don't let these two embarrassments come on our way. So let's prove everyone that we actually are the champions. If not, if you're going to be playing like you played against Arsenal, go fuck yourself, guys. Just know I love all of you. But come on, have a little bit self-respect. At the least, last two games... Show them what you got. At least game against Chelsea. Yeah, that's about it. Hear you very soon. Maybe I'm gonna report about something on AW or WWE. Maybe not. Probably expect me, how I said, after the Chelsea game. Goodbye.